Paul Zeiss has entered the building. How are you? You okay? I'm here. You said it's really a bummer when people say how bad you look. It doesn't exactly boost your morale. I walked in the door and I had about four different people say, boy, you look like you know what. Then I walk in, I figure my man, uh, City Limits over here, would say something nice. And he goes, boy, you look terrible. (laughs) And I'm like. I think you look great. I'm like, uh, I, 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 I felt a hell of a lot better yesterday than I do today. That's for sure. But it's a process. But you look worse. No, I'm not trying to crush your morale. You looked better yesterday, but you had some tests today and stuff. You've been through something here. But but yesterday I felt a hundred times better. I thought, okay, I'm on my way. But it's a process. Today today feels like a setback. But I mean... A setback physically, but not a setback in terms of they're not finding anything horribly wrong with you. That's a a step forward. That's the good thing. Well, again, they they know what's going on with me, and they're trying to get it under control is the biggest thing. You know what I mean? And and they gave me some medication, and they gave me another uh, medication. And and it's going to just be a little bit of a process, but I, I feel like this time next week I'll be ready to run a marathon. What's the limit on how much you'd spend for a golf round? I ask because I might be going to Naples next month, in, in which case we would visit Ron. My wife and daughter and me would visit Ron Cook and perhaps his daughter. Listen to this. All these golf courses near Naples, including Tiburon, if I'm saying that right. I don't know. I don't know if I am. Paul, at tw- and it's a great, beautiful course. 12.30 today, tea time. $462. What are we doing here? Uh, if I'm paying that much, I'm going to play the Oakmont. Yeah, I got to play someone. Yeah, I mean, come on. So what's the limit for you to play a uh, nice course? 200 bucks? Two, uh, two, I would say this. For courses like you're talking about, like you go to Florida or somewhere like that, I might pay 150 175 You know what I mean? But you're, we're talking about bucket list courses. What like, is your bucket list course, I mean, Augusta. Augusta. I think I would pay. I think I'd pay a lot of money to play Augusta one time. Mine is Pebble Beach. You know what I mean? Yeah, I would too. I would pay a lot of money to play 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 Augusta. What uh, about Oakmont? I mean, I've played Oakmont. It's, it's unbelievable. I love that course. Really, you good. played it? Oh yeah, it's a great course. I love that course. Did you par any holes? I shot ninety seven. That's pretty damn good. Uh, I broke a hundred. That was really good. I, I felt like I played my rear end off. Really, I had. It, the, the one hole that I had trouble with, I got in one of the bunkers. And if you get in a bunker there, and it's your death. If unless you're a really good sand player. Um, well, if you're listening the, out the, there, uh, the, the guy the, who texted me or tweeted me uh, one time, invite Paul and I to play Oakmont. We'd yes. love to get it ready for the big tournament. Yeah. Who uh, better than us two? That's right. So the Oakmont, but like, uh, um, so like Pebble Beach. Yeah. I would probably pay five hundred bucks to play that. I'd pay a lot. I'd probably I'd, pay, but but I, I think they make you stay there these yeah, days. Yeah, Torrey Pines. I probably would pay. I'd probably pay like three fifty, three hundred, three fifty to pay play there. I, I'm just stunned by this. Yeah. four hundred and sixty-two bucks to to play around at twelve. I think I paid. I, I think I paid. I think I paid two seventy-five to play at the Ocean Course. You know where they had the PGA where Phil Mickelson oh, won. Oh yeah. It was unbelievable. Was I, I got to find some so, cheaper options here. No, I, I like can't I said, be spending more on this than my hotel room. No. What I'm saying is if you go to a place like that, those are some of the better courses around. Can people who belong to clubs here get me in a private club there? 
Does they, all it take is a phone call? They would make a phone call and say, hey, one of our members is coming down. Blah, blah, but I'm blah. not a member they, here. They would just you, well, say I was. There's, you, and, then, and then it would be like, well, you know, you'd probably pay the guest rate. So whatever the guest rate is. Like, say, so say it's a private course. Yeah. And, you know, like, if, you're a, if, I, if I take you to a private course, you have to, I have to pay, like, a guest rate for you. Like, some, I, I think, like, at Edgewood Country Club, where my cousin belongs, it's like 100 bucks. Some guy invited me to play Edgewood. Now I can't remember who it was. But, I should have said but, yes. But my point is, it's like a hundred bucks. So if they, they would call down there, whatever the guest rate is, right, for like a member to bring a guest, okay, you would probably pay that. So that'd be unbelievable. Yeah. I'm going to do that. You yeah. know what I never asked you if, about? If you could figure that out, I mean, if you, yeah. Was the waste management open? <laughs> what did you make of that? I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Now some of the some of some of it got a little ridiculous, you know. Uh, the arrests part. Uh, yeah, when it started getting completely out of control. But I love it. Listen, this is what I always say. <clears throat> I always say that game on the line, right? Oh, let's go back to Scott Norwood, right? People screaming their heads off. Are you going to tell me there's golf shots that are more pressure-packed than a 46-yard field goal or whatever to win the Super Bowl? But guess what? Kickers do it every week. They do it in the playoffs. They, people screaming their heads off, right? Yes. You got to do it. Get fouled. Get fouled with five seconds left. Down one. Go to the line. You're on the road. Do they have an announcement? Everyone, everyone must be very quiet now. Or do you have a bunch of people screaming their heads off, throwing you know banners up and everything, and are trying to distract you? So one of the, why, one of the so golfer- why are golfers and tennis players any different? I agree. Now there are some turn. Well, here's what I would say. Here's do you th- do you think golf is headed in that direction? It'll never be that way no. with the Masters and things like that. But do you think we'll see more tournaments like that because there's money to be made? There is. I think the live. Probably will be more inclined. I mean, if you if you watch one of those live tournaments, they've got music playing for God's sakes, blaring over the speakers. Do you like that on the course when you're playing? I like if it's quiet. My music, you know, what I mean, just quiet. Just to, you know what I mean. But yeah. I don't want a you know blaring music over a loudspeaker like that. You know what I mean. If I can control the volume, you know what I mean. I don't. I like it. I just you know, it adds a little something. I, I can. Here's the thing. I can live with it, with it or without it. I've played with guys who say I don't want that music, or guys I want that music. I don't care either way. I'm not gonna. You know what I mean? It's it's not a deal breaker for me. Right. But uh, my thing is, could you imagine though? Here you go. Walking up the 18th hole at Oakmont on Sunday. Right? And, I don't know, Scotty Scheffler. And, uh, I don't know, pick another guy. Well, Victor Hovland are tied. And both have 200 yards or 180 yards into the hole or whatever it would be. And they got to step up and hit a shot with people screaming their heads off. That's what I want to see. I think people, maybe the golfers wouldn't, but 
people in general will get used to that real fast. No, yeah. I know you, you can't have drunken idiots jumping into bunkers, <laughs> no, right? That's different. Yes. You, you can't have that. But but having a raucous crowd at golf events yes. that are allowed to cheer during play, why not? Yes. And the whole the whole point about it is these golfers are whining and crying about the noise. It's like, you know what? Here's the thing. Like at that Phoenix Open or what, what is it called? Waste Management Open? Zach Johnson, uh, the one dude was like, I think it was Cantlay. Like there was like these guys, they were going over and scolding and yelling at the crowd. You know, they play to the worst stereotypes of entitled snot-nosed country club brats. Yeah, they yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. And it's out of touch, entitled. Listen, go hit the ball and shut up. <laughs> I agree. You know what I mean? Do you city <clears throat> limits? Where do you fall on this? Do you golf? Occasionally, very rarely, but I want, I'm trying to get more into it. I want Adam Sandler style. What was the name of that movie? Uh, um, Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. That's what I want more of. It's just amazing to me. Would you watch? Do you watch golf? Yes. Okay. I watch. I watch the Masters, the Open. I no, won't watch like would, small little okay, events. But would you watch a small little event if if it heated up like this? I think so. Yeah. So would I'd I? I'd be intrigued. And you you know that the people who run these tours know that, and they see what happened in Phoenix. The, yeah, the they see how well, 200,000 people on that course that day watching. Turned it into a frat party. Plus people like you who would tune in, on and me, yeah. who would tune in on television to watch stuff like that. There's a lot of money to be made. Yeah. A lot. I mean, to me, I think it, it makes it more interesting. But more importantly, every other sport, Oh, you know, guys that guys uh, up, up uh, you know, pitching. I mean, we would never have the Johnny Cueto game if if the rules of golf applied. Right. Okay, okay, now the pitcher has the ball. Everyone has to be quiet so the pitcher and the batter can concentrate and focus. I mean, listen, if guys that are standing there with a little wooden bat and a ball coming at them 100 miles an hour, you know, if they can figure out how to focus and hit, golfers can hit too. I think it would make it so much better. I agree. I agree 100%. Bob doesn't. So next time he's, you see Bob. Again, he's an old old curmudgeon country club brat. <laughs> That's what I say. What's our segment for next Monday? Get off Bob's lawn? I think so. Yeah, I think we're going to go with that one. He hates uh, court storming. He hates the Phoenix Open, whatever it was called, Waste Management Open. And he hates mock drafts this time of year. He hates fun. We're going to get him. We're going to get him on Monday. I like mock drafts because I take them for what they're worth, Paul. Nobody's, yeah, nobody, every, every person who does a mock draft knows they're not predicting. It's not predictive. It's fun. It's analyzing players. It's opinion, you know? Yeah, I, I don't mind it. But after a while, it gets a little silly. When we're, we're doing mock drafts every week and it's changing, it's like, what is changing? Like, <laughs> but, but it's. <laughs> But that's what it is. Are they playing Take it games? for what it is. Are it's they fun. playing games? We may have a mock drafter on today. Are they playing games? Are they? Are, what is changing? That's that's always my favorite. Is like, okay, guess what? Joe Schmidt, he's sliding now. He's sliding from you know fifteenth to thirtieth. Well, when they, they, when they, that's taking it too seriously, I just want to see. I, I could read one every minute of every day. I'm a draft. Nick, is that the name for it? Enthusiast? Yeah, that works too, Limits. I love it. I love reading about it. 
I love who people project the Steelers to get. Maybe Paul belongs on that lawn with Bob or in the house telling people to get off his lawn, you think? Possibly. Well, I, I'm just saying, I, I don't mind the, the mock drafts. I don't. I'm just saying, to me, after a while, it just gets silly. <laughs> That's the fun. <laughs> I know, but I'm silly just saying. Silly is like, fun to isn't me. Isn't it silly, though? That I mean, my, my favorite thing, here's my favorite thing, Joe, right? Is that, okay... Fred Fred uh, Fred Franklin Stone, yeah. Fred Franklin, the uh, NFL expert, self-appointed NFL expert, he puts out his mock draft, you know, because he watches all twenty-two, so he knows what he's talking about now. You know, you knows that Joe. Everybody, uh, ever since all twenty-two became, became a thing, everybody's a scout now. So <laughs> this guy watches yes. all twenty-two, so this is his mock draft. My favorite thing about that is. The fans that get outraged. Did you see what Fred Franklin said about the Steelers? If they do this, I you really give a rat's but, rear end about yeah, what Fred Franklin says? No, but but here's a, the latest one from CBS. I first of all, I can't help it. You, like you, if you ask me what kind of ice cream I like, I like mint chocolate chip. I don't know why. When I see a new mock draft, I go to it and I like it. Because it gets me to thinking, okay, what if this was the case? What if it was Caleb Williams, Drake May to Washington, Jaden Daniels to Atlanta in a trade? That's It's just interesting to consider all the scenarios. What would I do? Who do I think is the best of these quarterbacks? And usually they're not that far off. Like the best play, the, the people these people have picked going 1 through 20, most of them will go 1 through 20. Yeah. I mean, again. Would you take, for instance, here's some questions from this mock draft that I'll ask you because they're launching points for good discussions. Would you take Marvin Harrison as the first non-quarterback in this draft? Do you think he's going to be a star right away? Well, a couple weeks ago on Wednesdays with Whaley, Doug Whaley said he's maybe the most overrated player in the draft. I've seen things like that that he's, said, be said about him. That he's a good player, that he probably will be a good NFL player, but he's not going to be like this game changer. That's why I like mock drafts. No. Arizona at four. Are they going to take an overrated guy, or are they going to get – Probably, because uh, they often do. Kyler Murray, the they, right guy. They, and, did, they did get it right with Larry Fitz. I'll say. And Anquan Bolden. They traded <sighs> for him, I think. I can't remember if they drafted him. This mock draft also has the Patriots moving down to eight and taking J.J. McCarthy, which is another discussion point. It gets me thinking. It's very interesting. Do you like him, McCarthy? You think he's going to be good? Uh, I mean, I, I, not that I would disagree with Jim Harbaugh, who you know is a superstar uh, coach who claims that J.J. McCarthy is going to be the best quarterback in the draft. I don't know. I didn't see the, that from him. I, I, look in. I think he could be an okay NFL player. I think you he's know. Mac Jones. You know, too, right. I, I, maybe, maybe, maybe a little better than that. You know, I'm just not. Here's the thing, Joe. The quarterbacks on the board that we talk about. Okay, I'll go through them all. Let's okay. do that next. Okay, let's do it next. All right, Wait we'll do that. that next. 
We have to go. Now, do you see where I'm heading with this mock draft stuff? Look at all the interest it spawned between us. We're mocking. And I'll tell you who this draft has the Steelers taken, which is very interesting, who they would get and not get. Then we're going to get into Paul Skeens and what might be one of the most intriguing spring training starts, if not the most, that I've ever seen with the Pirates. It's the most. I guess you can go back to Garrett Cole whenever he made his spring training debut. But, man, I'm going to be riveted to this thing today. Is it on TV? City Limits? The game? Yeah. Pirates? Yeah. No. TV or radio? No. Yeah, that's right. It's not on. Crazy, but it's not. And where can people listen to it? I don't know. It's not on the radio. I think Baltimore might be streaming it or casting it, but all that I know, and there's been a big uproar about it not being on anything locally here, but it's because it's in Baltimore's park. If it was at... Lee Comp Park, then the Pirates probably would have broadcasted it. Well, I'll tell you this much. However I can be riveted to it, whether it's by via computer, whether it's whatever it is, to me it feels like a monumental moment in Pirates history. It's just a spring training start. We'll talk about it. Coming up next, first 50-minute mark on the fan brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Jeep Dodge Route 19 in Peters Township, celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. And Cook and Joe every Wednesday to hear about Starkey's Card of the Week from the Baseball Card Castle in Cranberry. Contests run every Wednesday through Friday at noon at the 93.7thefan.com contesting page. Man, there's a lot to get to today, including uh, John Parado's going to join us right before Skeens' start. Um, so that should be interesting to hear Johnny's thoughts on what we're going to see today from the number one overall pick uh, in the draft. It's going to be fascinating stuff. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Check out special financing for qualified buyers on new Silverado 1500 trucks. Is it going to be 63 today? That's not right, is it? City limits? Uh, I don't think that's right. It's only 27 right now. Yeah, it's not going to get to 63. Of course, it went from that 60 was to 20 yesterday. That was yesterday's weather. Well, Can you find fixed. me today's weather? Yes. It's going to be sunny and cold. That's what I see right now, at least. Yeah, it will not be 63 degrees. It is currently 30 degrees with a high of 38. Thank you, City Limits. Thank you, Joe. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge, America's number one sports book. because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. Man, the game I watched last night was incredible. The Lakers were down 21 in the fourth quarter, and then LeBron, who's aging like Tom Brady here, just went crazy, crazy in the fourth quarter. He looked like 23-year-old LeBron. 